Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Marinated Fan podcast. My name is Paul, the regular host. Well, it's been like two weeks since my last podcast and that is because nothing much has been happening in Manchester United um, for the past couple of weeks due to our inactivity in the transfer market. Um, and of course, I made a rant in my last podcast about how slow we were and how poor we've been in trying to reinforce or strengthen the United squad while our rivals Spurs, Arsenal, Liverpool, Manchester City are uh, busy in re- uh, strengthening their teams, making big signings. You know, we are fooling around and, uh, you know, making a fool of ourselves, pursuing Franklin Dijon. And um, up until yesterday, the Tyrell Malasha deal, uh, uh, how will I put it? Let me say this uh, we've been inactive, or we finally made our first signing in the signing of Tyrell Malasha yesterday. Uh, he was officially announced as um, Eric Ten Hag's first signing of the season after he was unveiled yesterday. Um, Tyrell Malasha, well, I like uh, what I've seen so far from him. He gives us um, the Patrice Evra vibes. He is as uh, short and stocky as Patrice Evra. Uh, looks good on the ball. Um, has a good cross in him. Good tackles. And uh, I think I like what I've seen. And you, you and I know that um, one of my United's uh, failings and weaknesses last season were in the full-back positions. We were very porous. Um, or we were very poor going forward. We may be half-decent defensively on the full-back uh, areas, but going forward, we were very poor, and it contributed to how poor we were um, in attack. So it's good that we have signed a full-back. What it now means that we have... Um, certain players surplus to requirements. I'll get back to that later. But to focus on Tarim Malasha, um, I'm happy that we've signed him. Um, I think because he was interested in the move and desired to come to Manchester United, that was why the deal was done pretty quickly. If you look at recent by United standards, we don't do deals very quickly in this club. And the deal was reportedly hijacked from Lyon, I believe, and we got the deal done. And I think the player wanted to come to Manchester United, and that was why it was quite easy for the deal to be completed in less than two weeks. So that's a good deal for Manchester United. We will sign a fullback. If we sign a fullback, then I would see a clear pattern of a strategy. Uh, but I just feel that this signing was done more of a PR or it was more like more of a PR stunt to appease my United fans who were getting agitated and angry again at the club's inactivity and failure really in the transfer window so far. Our rivals are making giant strides, signing the highlands of this world, the Darwin Nunes of this world, you know, while we are signing a relatively unknown left back. We didn't know him until he was linked to us and we started checking out his exploits in the Europa League last season with Feyenoord. So, 
I like the deal. It's not like it's a bad deal. You know, we need bodies in as much as we can. Um, the the news making the rounds is that Ericsson might be joining before the end of the week. Hopefully, that is done quickly as well. Again, he's a free signing, he's a free agent. So, I would understand if that deal comes in through the door very quickly. But again, there's nothing to write home about because we know the big news um making the rounds which is ronaldo wants to leave manchester united and has not reported for training for two days now monday and tuesday he has not showed up for training will he show up today um i don't know but let's wait and see and um again it's disappointing that ronaldo has to put in a transfer request for for things to begin to move in this club do i want him to go i don't want ronaldo to go and what that means if he does leave which when players like he start agitating for a move he usually ends up with them actually leaving and players of ronaldo's caliber once they want to leave they go he did it with juventus last season and he left so he's not doing it manchester united and I'm not surprised he wants to leave. My question is, why is he doing it now? It was very clear for several months last season that we're not going to um, get to the Champions League. Why didn't he start to look for a move then? Why now? You know, roughly a month to the beginning of the season. Why now? So I feel that Ronaldo is doing this because he's dissatisfied with the slow pace with which the club is conducting its transfer business. Everybody knows that Manchester United needs strengthening. Everybody knows that this club, the players at this club is not good enough. And if we think that we are going to somehow do better than last season without major reinforcements, then we are deluded. And I think the fans know that, everybody knows that. But the Glazers are not willing to spend money. Tyrell uh, Malasha, £60 million signing is nothing. It's a drop in the ocean. Yes, astute signing may turn out to be like, the, it may give us the impact Patrick ever gave to us, you know, when he signed. But make no mistake, this signing is a cheap deal. And it came, he, he's coming in cheaply. And that is why... Uh, my United got this deal done quickly. Players that cost a bit more, my United will haggle and fool around and in the end pay up what the club wants. That's how we run our club. We haggle foolishly and, and stupidly and in the end pay up what the club is demanding, like the JD Sancho saga. I won't be surprised if Frankie Dion doesn't come this season but comes next season, just like JD Sancho did. You know, we chased the Sancho for close to two years before we got uh, the fellow. And what did we get in return? An underwhelming, excuse me, an underwhelming season. But that's a matter for another day. So, um, welcome to Manchester United, Tarell Malasha. I hope you do very well. I hope you push the likes of Luke Shaw, which I believe will be the one to remain in the club. Now that he is here, um, I guess 
Alex Tellers will be the one surplus to requirements and will have to be moved out. Tellers, we had high hopes for him. We expected him to push Luke Shaw and even possibly take over from Luke Shaw. But you've only seen his brilliance in flashes, not on a consistent basis. Going forward, he's half decent. Defensively, he's a shambles. He was quite decent in his first season, I have to admit. Um, I made Luke Shaw raise his game. And in the end, we were the better for it. But I think the corruption that this Man United squad brings to players who have potential affected um, Alex Telles and he has dropped off ever since. He has been poor, both going forward and defensively. Yes, he scored a great goal against Villarreal in the Champions League. Um, but that is those are the flashes of brilliance we are talking about. He has several assists as well, especially from set pieces, which Ronaldo converted. Um, but overall, I think he was a poor. They had a poor season, and that has necessitated the arrival of of Tyre Malasha to Manchester United. So, I guess he will be sold. But I won't be surprised if he is kept because. Luke Shaw has a terrible injury record and um, I won't be surprised if Luke Shaw, you know, is injured again for most of the season. For many parts of last season, Luke Shaw was unavailable and would ex- one would expect Alex Ellis to have seized the opportunity to stake a claim to be the number one starting fullback for Manchester United, but he failed again. <clears throat> again, excuse me. He failed again to... Um, to convince the jury that he is good enough for a starting place. And so, Tarimash Lasha is here and Alex Telles' future, I guess, is his um, days are numbered at Manchester United. So, I expect him to be sold or sent on loan or sold next summer or whenever Man United are able to get a decent buyer. So, uh, moving on, back to the Ronaldo saga. I hope this my saga is resolved. I hope Ronaldo changes his mind, or a offer an offer comes for him quickly. Uh, I don't see which big team will get him since Ronaldo is saying he wants to play Champions League football. Right now, he's not turning off for training because he's um, giving the excuse that he has family issues to sort out, and which the club has accepted. And the club, of course, you no. Know, that is not wise to try to um, read the right act to him to persuade him to return to training. But we see that how it turns out. I hope an offer comes for him quickly so that he leaves, so that the club has a clear, a clear direction on what he needs to do in attack, whether to sign a striker or look for somebody else to fill his position. You know, so. I think that should be resolved as quickly as possible. We should not allow this to spill over to the beginning of the season. It's very important we get these deals done quickly. So if Ronaldo is going to leave, he has to be let, he has to be sold now so that we can have enough time to sign um, another striker. Knowing fully well that Man United is poor at replacing players or slow at getting deals done, so it's very important. Um, what else is there to say? 
uh, we expect that um, Christian Eriksen will join Manchester United in the coming days. Hopefully, um, this will be resolved quickly. And if it comes, that's good. It brings more creativity to the United midfield. We, we can obviously see that we cannot depend on Bruno for our creativity because he has been very poor uh, this last 12 months. He's been terribly poor, you know. And I think it is his complacency um, knowing that he's untouchable. He has no competition. So Eriksen's arrival will bring serious competition to him. Uh, we also have Donny van der Beek, who I have to say, even on loan, has been underwhelming. I had high hopes for him, but maybe the Premier League is not his bread and butter. So maybe this is his last chance to look for Van der Beek. If he won't cut it with under Eric Ten Hag, his coach at Ajax, he can't cut it anywhere in England. So maybe we'll have to sell him, but let's give him one more chance. I'm sure he's going to have many games. We are playing the Europa League and we will be having five substitutions next season. So players will have a lot of opportunities to play you know have a lot of game time and so on and so forth so i expect that to happen for players like van de beek uh chris erickson to play and bruno i'm sure when erickson comes will um okay I don't, i'm just seeing the notification that ronaldo is not at training again for the third day in a row so that speaks volumes so ladies and gentlemen ronaldo will not be training today again so it doesn't change any situation if he has to if he wants to leave let him be sold hopefully a good offer will come for him we sell him and we move on or we sign players and changes his mind and we get on with the season as quickly as possible whatever it is this has to be resolved now and this is an unnecessary unnecessary distraction for Manchester United and I don't blame Ronaldo don't get me wrong I'm not against Ronaldo in any way he's the GOAT and he deserves more in the latter stages of his career and my United have been woeful he probably did not realize how terrible or how backward the club has gone since he left so things are unraveling we should he, he, nobody sees the signings that Liverpool and Man City is making and won't feel miserable. Even Spurs are making astute signings. Arsenal signed Gabriel Jesus from Manchester City. And look at Manchester United. We are just making our first signing since June when the transfer window opened. You know? So this is the situation we are in. We are on serious club and Ronaldo doesn't want to waste precious time that he has and on a serious club that's just it so let's just move forward Frankie de Young hopefully um the matter is resolved and we moved on but ladies and gentlemen we have still not addressed the elephant in the room which is the defensive midfield position I feel we should have two defensive midfielders if we get one then I I will be very happy because it appears Manchester United are not interested in addressing that position maybe we are still thinking Fred McTominay or James Garner will be playing that role. I don't know if James Garner is good at playing defensive midfield. I do not know if Frankie De Jong can play defensive midfield, but we are in trouble if we don't get Frankie De Jong and we don't get a defensive midfielder. The same problems that we had last season will creep up again 
the, the central defense will be exposed and will be considering silly, silly goals. If Eric Tehag doesn't resolve that position within his first season, then do not expect him to achieve any success in his time at Manchester United because it's a big problem for Manchester United. We've all been screaming out about it. Everybody and Man United is not interested in fixing that problem. Why? I do not know. Maybe Frankie De Jong is going to play that role. I do not know. But we've not even gotten him because Baka is becoming difficult to deal with in this matter. So, I don't know what is going to happen, but Manchester United is in big trouble. And I don't know how things will be by August 5th when the season resumes. But let's see how things will go on and let's keep our fingers crossed. Hopefully, things will change next season. And with Ten Hag, we will begin to do things right, make astute signings and, you know, sign players that will help the club move forward, you know. I'm hearing transfer rumors that um, Dybala is being spoken with, Paulo Dybala from Juventus, with a free agent. I think he will help our club if we can get him, but if we don't, fine. But I think he's better than most of the players we have. He's definitely going to be better than players like Ahmad. He's going to be better than players like um, this Swedish fellow, Elanga. These are players who have experience, who can contribute meaningfully. He's free, so there's no much risk. Um, if it's the wages, I don't think we should be worrying about the wages. It's not our money, it's the club's money. So we should not be worried about wages. We should get players like him, if he's free and he's happy to come, get him in on board. If you're going to fit electronic system, why not? He can play all the wings. I guess he can even play as a central striker, if need be. So... We take him and if he doesn't um, do well, we let him go, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, Zlatan just extended his contract with an injury at AC Milan. So I don't see why we can't get somebody like Dybala in who is, I think, 29 or 30 years old, you know. Of course, his stock has fallen, but um, he's better than what we have going forward, barring Cristiano Ronaldo. And that's just the truth. So I guess I'll stop here. There's not much to talk about. Let's hope that we get Christian Eriksen done. And if it's done, then I'll make another podcast celebrating or not celebrating. There's nothing really to celebrate in the state of the club right now. Um, um, discussing the deal and discussing what it means for Manchester United. So um, let's see how things pan out in the coming days and weeks. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you for taking out time to listen to this podcast. Um, don't forget to follow and on Spotify and on any other platform you're using to listen to this podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Do have a great week ahead and bye for now.